Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Obdusky v. McCarthy and Holthus, certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit, argued January 7, 2019, decided March 20, 2019. Law firm McCarthy and Holthus was hired to carry out a non-judicial foreclosure on a Colorado home owned by petitioner Dennis Obdusky. McCarthy sent Obdusky correspondence related to the foreclosure. Obdusky responded with a letter invoking a Federal Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, FDCPA or Act, provision 15 U.S.C. section 1692GB, which provides that if a consumer disputes the amount of a debt, a debt collector must cease collection until it obtains verification of the debt and mails a copy to the debtor. Instead, McCarthy initiated a non-judicial foreclosure action. Obdusky sued, alleging that McCarthy failed to comply with the FDCPA's verification procedure. The district court dismissed on the ground that McCarthy was not a debt collector within the meaning of the FDCPA, and the Tenth Circuit affirmed. The Supreme Court held, affirmed, a business engaged in no more than non-judicial foreclosure proceedings is not a debt collector under the FDCPA, except for the limited purpose of Section 1692 F6. The FDCPA regulates debt collectors Section 1692A6, relevant here, the definition of a debt collector has two parts. The Act first sets out the primary definition of the term debt collector. A debt collector, it says, is any person in any business, the principal purpose of which is the collection of any debts, or who regularly collects or attempts to collect, directly or indirectly, debts. The Act then sets forth the limited purpose definition, which states that, for the purpose of Section 1692F6, the term debt collector also includes any per person in any business, the principal purpose of which is the enforcement of security interests. It is undisputed that McCarthy is, by virtue of its role enforcing security interests, at least subject to the specific prohibitions contained in section 1692F6, but only if McCarthy f falls within the primary definition scope do the Act's other provisions, including those at issue here, apply. Three considerations led to the conclusion that McCarthy is not subject to the Act's main coverage. First, and most decisive, is the text of the Act itself. The limited purpose definition says that for the purpose of section 1692F6, a debt collector also includes a business like McCarthy, the principal purpose of which is the enforcement of security interests. Section 1692A6. This phrase particularly, the word also, strongly suggests that security interest enforcers do not fall within the scope of the primary definition. If they did, the limited purpose definition would be superfluous. By contrast, under a reading that gives effect to every word of the limited purpose definition, the FDCPA's debt collector-related prohibitions, 
with the exception of 1692F6, do not apply to those who, like McCarthy, are engaged in no more than security interest enforcement. Second, Congress may well have chosen to treat the security interest enforcement differently from ordinary debt collection in order to avoid conflicts with state non-judicial foreclosure schemes. Third, this court's reading is supported by legislative history, which suggests that the act's present language was the product of a compromise between competing versions of the bill, one which would have totally excluded security interest enforcement from the act, and another which would have treated it like ordinary debt collection. Obdusky's counterarguments are unconvincing. First, he suggests that the limited purpose definition is not superfluous because it was meant to cover repo men, a category of security interest enforcers who he says would not otherwise fall within the primary definition of debt collector. The limited purpose definition, however, speaks broadly of the enforcement of security interests. Section 1692A6, not the enforcement of security interests in personal property. Second, Obdusky claims that the Act's venue provision, Section 1692IA, which covers legal actions brought by debt collectors to enforce interests in real property, only makes sense if those who enforce security interests in real property are debt collectors subject to all prohibitions and requirements that come with that designation. The venue provision, however, does nothing to alter the definition of a debt collector. Third, Obdusky argues that McCarthy engaged in more than security interest enforcement by sending notices that any ordinary homeowner would understand as an attempt to collect a debt. Here, however, the notices sent by McCarthy were antecedent steps required under state law to enforce a security interest. In the Act's partial exclusion of the enforcement of security interests must also exclude the legal means required to do so. Finally, Obdusky fears that the court's decision will permit creditors and their agents to engage in a host of abusive practices forbidden by the Act. But the court must enforce the statute that Congress enacted, and Congress is free to expand FDCPA's reach, if it wishes. The judgment below is affirmed. Justice Breyer delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. Justice Sotomayor filed a concurring opinion. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to reach the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and 8-0.